This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim Give us a time and date Terminal and gate We wanna send you off in style We wanna welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Malphorn Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgareth. We are doing this from our houses because we're responsible. Although, I did get some new masks. <gasps> Look at that, this Chris. This reversible. I had that shirt in in eighth grade. Yeah, there's a lot of plaid. Is it um felt kind of or flannel? Fuzzy? Yeah, it's Warm? just the two layers. This one's... Uh, more of a cotton with some flannel. Okay. But then this one, this guy, I ordered this one. It's got little pockets for carbon filters. Mm, looks like boys really underpants nice. for all the listeners. Boys underpants mask. Yeah, yeah. They look exactly like fancy underpants. <laughs> it's good to open a podcast with a show and tell yes. of visual objects. We are a visuals-based, uh, listening-only podcast. It creates... I don't know why I thought, just because I'm looking at you, which isn't our standard no. means of recording, uh, that I could just start showing things. Should and we record... poor podcast. Should we record like this, where we both turn to our left so that we're I like in a car? I thought about it. I really... It, oddly, I'm not even kidding, feels more comfortable with me doing this. Yeah. Well, it's easier to listen. <laughs> oh, I like how your hand is <laughs> I'm driving an invisible steering wheel. I'm, uh, my one hand is at tw- uh, 11, but my other hand's holding a Diet Coke, so I can't put it at two right now. But normally yeah, it's Because of be. the, product, the product placement? Yeah. Oh, I've been paid $3 million to hold this can of Coke during this podcast. You keep getting side sponsors for millions. I'm so sorry. I'm going to cut you in for $70. No, I have my own. I've, I've been blank spray bottles. They give, they, all right. Chris just picked sponsor. up the closest object. All right. I don't have any side sponsors. Can I we, have been doing cameos. Yes. Tell us about it. But first. It is fun. Wait, before you go into that story, will you just uh-huh. back up a little bit? 
so that we can get a visual on the hair and a hair check in because it's been two weeks and it is (laughs) I've tamed it a bit because I have a hair mask but it is uh, it's getting out of control it's guys listening at home it looks like Chris has piled up some it it it, uh, like sheep it looks like you shaved a, a black sheep and then Vacuumed took the shavings it. and glued yeah. them to your head in a pile. Yeah. It's- it really looks like, yes, my friend was really proud of his hair and he thought he'd sell it to a wig maker. <laughs> and he put it in a Ziploc bag and kept it for years. And then one day we were all drinking at his house and he pulled it out and we put his hair on our heads. <laughs> and it was red curly hair just like this. But you could mold it. And we all were wearing, we couldn't stop <laughs> laughing, and we all had bright red curly hair yes. and beards, like you can just stick it to your face. Wherever you want. You're like that magnetic guy where you can drag the magnet things all over and give him hair and a mustache, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. It's really a form of sculpting, but uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's out of control, but why not? I was going to shave it the other day, just bald, because why not that too? No, wait, but can you pull it out to show us how the biggest it could be? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, if I pick just, it out, if you do you have a pick there or some kind of a, <laughs> I don't have a pick. Do you don't? The only pick I have is in my <laughs> bag of plastic, and it was dissected from a fish. If you remember, this is uh, Chris. <laughs> it looks like he's wearing a wig. It looks this, like you're at a party wearing this a wig. Is why the wig bit worked so well when I first started comedy? Yes. Because when I went to pull this one off, it was my real hair. Uh, God, that's enjoyable. Well, thanks. really nice. I, it's it's just getting warm, and uh, I I kind of want to shave it off. Either that, or get insulation in my apartment. I think I'm just gonna because the they don't want to spend any money. The people that run my place, so I think I'll. Get some guy to, sh- you know, they shoot the Pink Panther up there with like a blower. You're going to insulate your just your apartment? I'm already hot. Yeah. And it's we haven't even seen the peak of summer heat. <laughs> right. But what's wrong with the, like getting kind of a freestanding air conditioner type of thing? So, I have one. I have oh, one. Okay. It's right. I'm, I'm looking at it. It was a nice one. <laughs> it rated well. Uh, I have it at 70 degrees and it will air condition my house up to my nose. Yep. Like I was doing chin ups the other day with the air con. Let- I did five of them. But <laughs> hey, every that's time five I more than up- zero. Yeah. I'm baby steps. Yeah. Baby chin ups. Yes. They were little baby. But it's cool down here. Lift up total <laughs> extreme heat. The, the, the top, the like heat, hot air, of course, does rise. We know that. Yeah. It is very drastic in my apartment. Okay. And uh, it's like I'm a, a little big... worried about getting insulation shot up there. Yeah, I think you, sh- you should be. be uh, why would I, why do you think I should be? Because I think it would be, well, it's, do you have individual attics? Like where, when you're saying shot up there, what do you mean? Yeah, there's like a little gable in my roof that okay. is a tiny window and you can just stick a hose up there and maybe it would feed into other parts of the building. But mine is kind of a freestanding part. Oh, like my whole building is shaped like a, a U or a shoe horse, except square angles. So not a shoe horse. <laughs> Uh, but also, also, what's a shoe horse? 
a shoe horse. <laughs> a horseshoe? <laughs> a horseshoe. Oh my God. That's the heat. That's the heat That's talking. The heat of this room. That's the it, hair talking. It, yeah, it makes me do word switcheroos. <laughs> a shoe horse. Uh, it's a sea creature that you put on the bottom of a horse. Aww. Oh, that's scary. A uh, horseshoe yes, shape. Yes. Uh, but I, yeah, I could do it, but I watched this Forensic Files where the mom was accused of murdering her two little kids who died in a fire. Uh, and then finally, because they had arson investigators look at it and they're like, oh, this is an arson. This is where the fire started. They put her in prison. And then an actual fire investigator found out that the insulation uh, was had some there was a leak in the ceiling. The insulation got rinsed of all of its uh, fire retardant coating. Mm -hmm. And it and then they showed the wiring and it touched these wires. It's exactly what I have. Uh, Just these aluminum wires with fabric insulation that have crumbled off. <laughs> that are from and literally so that, from 1925. Yeah, yeah. And that's why my oven turns off. I'll bake something for 10 minutes. The whole oven turns off. The wiring is just like, uh-uh. Yeah. So maybe it would be a fire hazard for me to shoot a bunch of stuffing up into my shoe horse. <laughs> Also, it's uh, because of the quarantine, the pandemic, I bet you the people that own that building, the last thing they're worried about is getting some nice insulation for one guy because they're yeah. probably like, do we have to leave town because no yeah. one's going to be able to pay rent or whatever. Right. I Who knows if the other tenants are even paying because I don't think they have to. I hope not. Um, you mean for yeah. your insulation or rent? For rent in oh, general, uh, like they're probably seeing less income as is, so they're not about to splurge on my ass. No. Yeah. Although about this time last year, they did have some men come in and look at the place like appraising. I think it was for wiring and insulation. And I'm like, amen. <laughs> but never happened. Maybe never let's happened. get you down off that chin up bar and let's get you <laughs> doing some low squats and things that get you closer to the cold cold ground what about that for I, your workouts it sounds like you're making a joke but that's exactly what i've been doing a lot of sit-ups <laughs> push-ups and then kettlebell tiny squats which you know i can do all that under four feet yes that's right you i would like to brag right now but it's not the coolest thing to talk about but um my pool man came yesterday I mean, this is only for the 1% that listens to our podcast. Is he a pool man or a pool boy? Well, uh, he's he referred to himself as a pool man, but I, oh, in my okay. mind, call him the pool boy because he's young and cute. And I think... Is he really? Oh, yeah. He's great. And he has... Um, when, when I bought the house, um, the pool man who was here before was a guy that clearly has done it like all his life and has a business. And then yeah. like... Three months ago, he came to me and said, I'm retiring. And so um, this guy's taking over. And I was like, sounds great. So he. And then Whitmer Thomas came over. Literally, he's, he is <laughs> like, he's a surfer and he has these cool tattoos and he's like super nice. So the first time it was his. And you just have windows to look at him. Do you look at him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, I thought you were going to say like to do like shows for him. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I didn't realize I was wearing my classiest lingerie. Um, but I will say that the first time 
the first time it was him by himself was the first week of the quarantine. And it was when it was very mysterious and like very, very scary. And so I had all that liquor left over from my Christmas party. So halfway through him being done with the job, I just went out with a handle of Jack Daniels and was like, hey, do you drink? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, take this because I don't drink. And this is I have all this stuff left in my house from a party. And he's like, I know it wasn't your goal or anything to get him drunk, but I think that was a good idea. Okay, go on. I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) I didn't think about that until I was Uh walking away. So I put it down on like that table out there. I was like, yeah, Uh have fun and just relax. And we're all stressed. So take some stress or whatever. And he's like, yeah, thanks so much, Karen. And then as I'm walking in the house, I'm I'm got it like almost like the camera of life turned around and showed me myself where I'm like, oh, my God, what a disgusting cougar I am where I'm like, hey, hey, Junior, <laughs> hey, you want to drink? Like it, it, I was like, oh, my God, get in the house and shut the door as soon as you can. I was yeah, I'm so the cool mom from big. high school. You kids want me to buy some more beer? Yeah. Hey, good, uh, there's a I know you're just a pool man, but do you want to come? There's some stuff in my back bathroom I want you to see like it it I felt bad you your delivery did not suggest that i bet you're like hey the world's ending do you want some whiskey yeah that's not a sultry but i will but can i do seductress. it <laughs> <laughs> what about me is but then last week when he came this week when he came sorry I, was, I caught frank out of the corner of my eye and his tail was wagging where i'm like do you like that story what's happening <laughs> um but he came this week and as he was walking up the steps, I I ran out basically because I wanted I was like, can you please turn my pool heater on finally so I can start swimming again? And yeah, yeah. Um, but I went out to talk to him and he was coming up the steps, taking the his air pods out of his ears. And he goes, hey, I was just listening to you on Spotify. I have a really good voice. And then I was like, oh, what? <laughs> it was that's... so hilarious and cute. Like, he's just a lovely, you know, that surfer vibe of like, yeah. hey, man, everything's chill all the time. Uh, it's my favorite personality type. And it's this guy, 100 percent. I mean, it's the it's the personality type I wanted when I was a nervous over anxious Montana kid that knew I was born in California. I'm like, one day I'm going to be a blonde, straight haired uh, surfer pool boy. And it just never happened. <laughs> I don't have the right personality for it. It's not it's us. mainly a personality thing. It is. Well, it is that kind of thing where um, and it's and it is skateboarders, too. I mean, I'm sure, you know, tons of people like that. But it's that thing where like when someone's yell, I saw a teenage boy do this once when I was also a, t- a very anxious angry kind of high just like uh all of the world baffled me kind of and it created so much tension or it's just like the fuck is going on all the time and this skateboarder some somebody like tried to start yelling at him and he was like dude i know man and i was just like how do you do that how do you agree with the person attacking you and like oh it's the best and make it go away so ahead of his time yes i keep telling myself i'm gonna start doing that rather than fighting back just go, oh, I know. Yeah. I can be the worst. You, yes, but not super, Not super sarcastic. Just agree fully, <laughs> earnestly. Right. But that's and not... And you're like, yeah, I know. I Oh, I did it the other day. There's a new skate... I've been skateboarding with other 40-year-old friends. We keep our distance. Please say And it's say been you really fun. And mask. But... There, what's that? And you wear your mask. 
I do. I do. Until it gets hot and sweaty. (laughs) I think a lot of people, just as a side note, are realizing they have bad breath. And it is a bit of a wake up call to have it bouncing up your nose. That's right. So I think with these mask purchases and people making them for us, the flossing and getting special breath and gum health watch, because I've gotten better. I've been really getting after my... uh, you're flossing? Talking about flossing is gross. But anyway, everyone do it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're skating, but we were next to a tennis court, which is the quietest sport ever. And and uh, a lady was like, oh, are you guys going to be doing that? And I'm like, I know it's loud. Tennis is so quiet and skateboarding is loud. And she's like, oh, no, no, I love it. I love the sound of it. And I was hoping you'd stay. Oh. And I didn't even know. I've never heard... It was such a reversal because I was like, I know we're skateboarding and it's loud clickety clack. Isn't that a bummer? And she's like, no, I miss my son. Or so, oh. I don't know what her, I don't know what her reason for aesthetically while she played tennis. She said she enjoyed because there's always skateboarders there by the right. by the tennis courts there in Pasadena. So was it, she also cougar really age? Do you think she might have been cougaring you? Uh, we're everywhere, you know. We're everywhere. A, a, a handle a, a, of old, <laughs> old turkey, wild fashion, wild fashion, old turkey, wild fashion. What if I put that handle down in front of him and I was like, "Do three shots right now." Like everything about that move, which was not in my mind to move. I was like, "The world is ending." Do you want something to help you numb it out? Like that was. And then as I walked away, I was like, "Gross, gross." Well, you're not. I mean, it's funny because I. I drink, you know that, and sometimes I'm like, why am I out of boredom going down to this bar at the bottom of my street? Because it's fun, and there's social interaction, and yeah. and there's I'll run into people there. Uh, now that that's not on the table, it's weird because I've, I've noticed a lot of people on Instagram or whatever have been drinking through this thing because yeah. it's scary. Yep. And they're bored. Yes. And, and it, there's no another, there's no repercussions. Like, you can get shit-faced in your house, and you might trip and fall, but, like, no one will see you, you know? Yeah. And the next day, you don't have to wake up for anything. But then, oddly, I've been more sober and healthy than I... Not healthy, necessarily, but not drinking this whole time. Unless there's a Zoom party or show where everyone has to be on, and I can't summon it because I haven't been practicing with any kind of interaction (laughs) i have to like get drunk to do comedy into my computer well but that makes sense i do not know how people are doing zoom comedy shows i so respect it i so admire that kind of like dedication but the idea that like you can't hear anybody laughing there's no there's no audience audio right there's i did one the other night the blind barber show like oh andy peter show and yeah and he was so fun to watch host (sighs) He's but so they funny, funny. just kind of monitored. Sometimes people would get bombarded, but everyone was in the room or whatever. Like the entire audience, which was 200 plus people, were in there and just ha- hopefully had their mics off. But then all of a sudden, someone would get on, their kids are yelling, and there's a dog barking, and we would all just laugh because some guy with a microphone and loud children all of a sudden logged on <laughs> as an audience member. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Because I don't, I've not, I've not seen one of these shows. I just see the yeah. retweets or whatever about it. It's but, just what we're doing. But there's, but, but there's not people. You can't see the people, can you? 
If you scroll over. No, really? Uh, I know. I haven't done a lot of them that way, and I wouldn't suggest it for anyone doing any (laughs) Zoom comedy shows, but at least you could hear laughter from, like, I would tell a joke and 15 people were laughing because they were also in on the call. And there's other ways to do it using this timing wise, and then they broadcast it using Twitch or something, and then you can see comments and donations. I mean, I got 150 bucks that night doing a show. The, I really? don't get that kind of money doing stand-up in front of humans where I have to drive. <laughs> I so I'm kind of, and as awkward as it was in the beginning, I'm kind of getting used to it now. Yeah. Just like uh, John Oliver is getting used to doing a monologue and. Fr- you know how I always compare myself to John Oliver. <laughs> you're so. I'm just saying. You're the British John Oliver. That's what I always say. I've always said <laughs> that <laughs> before he even had a show. But I, uh, yeah, it. You have to just get used to the silence. David Spade is really good at it when he does his monologues. He just milks that awkwardness with some side comments. Yeah. And I like that more than with an audience. I've been enjoying. A quiet, no audience, SNL. I've never watched Saturday Night Live, not for 10 years. And I've been watching it now because I like the new Zoom yes. version. Well, it shows it, how creative. Yeah, it's so creative. Like I watch, because I just watch the clips people retweet. It's almost like I, yeah. let the, I let Twitter call the best ones and then retweet them. And then I watch it's those. A, it's a good way to do it. Yeah. Right. But the, the what's up with that? That from home, <laughs> we're c- cutting to Fred Armisen with the very small saxophone. <laughs> I mean, and the, that was and so the green good. screen, the green screen Adidas <laughs> tracksuit. I think that was Chris Parnell or whoever. Jason, I thought it was do. Jason. What's his name? Yes. Sudeikis. That's right. Uh, yeah. I've never really loved that sketch. And that was the first time I loved it. It was so funny. Also, um, DJ Khaled was really funny. The way he was like just sitting and waiting and irritated from yeah. home. <laughs> it made really me, good. I've been looking for a reason to like this guy. He's, he, I don't know anything about him to me. He's like Pitbull, but yeah. a DJ. And I'm not that, you know, I'm not a big DJ guy. Wait, uh, what? But I immediately liked him. Because of the way he was playing it. Yeah, he played it. He's he is a natural actor, and Charles Barkley clearly is not. Although, oh my God, Barkley really stung, stunk Bar- it up. Barkley <laughs> is used to more of a. His performance was circus level, where he was like, the eye rolls were yeah. so huge. Where it was like, are you playing to one thousand people right now? Because <laughs> you realize yeah, you're yeah. right next to your own camera. It was hilarious. Yeah, suddenly he was in the the bright lights of a high school. <laughs> production. Yes. It reminds me of when they used to make Kareem Abdul-Jabbar do stuff on, on like variety shows and he was n- nightmarishly terrible because I think he was a very intelligent person who had probably no interest in like doing comedy bits with Bob Hope or whatever yeah. shit they would make yeah. him do. And yeah, he was just as flat and kind of wild-eyed like, oh shit, what's happening right now? And, and he used judging to make me by nervous. sitting near him, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on an airplane, which was nice because he was in air playing the movie yeah <laughs> uh which uh he is kind of a grump he's it was sweet seeing him and he is eight feet tall still he's yeah. a human specimen but he was and he was sitting in coach we were all going to that johnny carson festival in like north folk illinois or i forget <laughs> nebraska uh, we were all and everyone was trying to talk to him and he was like 
No. He was just saying no to people. I love it. And I, uh, yeah, so even back then, he's not going to cross his eyes and be silly for Bob Hope. No. Maybe he knew about how that guy would buy neighborhoods from, what was your story? He bought entire neighborhoods because Vietnamese people were living in them? He, during uh, World War II, they interned all these Japanese people because they suddenly, even though they were Americans, Japanese Americans, uh. um, a, a bunch of Japanese Americans got interned because just in case they were going to like turn coat for Japan. And uh, so they were literally sent to prisons, prison camps. And then uh, Bob Hope went in and bought up all their, all the land they owned in uh, like all the, they owned a bunch of like citrus orchards down here. Uh And that's why Bob Hope, like Bob Hope started Toluca Lake essentially, but it's like just swaths of land that he went in. It's like, oh yeah, those guys are arrested. So now this is mine. I didn't know they were also That's alleged. I don't I don't know Yeah, them. yeah. But oh yeah, it was God. they were detained because of World War II. That's insane. It's fucked. Oh, it's entirely He was fucked. making it great back then, huh? I mean hey, You know the way I mean it. <laughs> Hopefully our listeners do too. You know what makes we'll me right laugh? Back. Um, is and I love Andy Peters so much and he asked me to do that same show and he was like please do it Chris is doing it I love when people say that to me like if like oh well then I'll do it. oh that means I now have 15 minutes of comedy to perform it's like I'm- it depends on what it is because when someone asks if you will do a show when they're asking me I'm like don't put me in that position of course I'm not <laughs> Basically, it has to be the other way around, I'm realizing. But someone asked me to do, are we doing some voiceover thing yes, that I'm excited yes, about? Yes. See, that'll be fun. Yes. That'll be because really fun. Because a situation like that, you and I are so used to talking to each other. That's what I've always thought, speaking of Saturday Night Live. Why wouldn't they just hire a sketch group that was already great together and have that be the cast? Why are they always picking from different groups and and go with a group that actually performs well together I've uh, always you're acting like that. you've never been to UCB and watched <laughs> Rotten Sketch where you're like four of these six people should never be on a stage again right. but two and are I'm, you know Kristen Wig level right but I've seen groups where clearly whether or not they're all super talented they are so good at working together that it works yes they know each other's strong suits they know you know it's like like the the birthday boys or whoever you know there's a bunch of groups groundlings are like that because they work they have to work together for so long that by the time they're doing main stage shows at the groundlings it's i went to a groundling show one time my friend joe was in it and he was so fortune femster was also in his group there was it was such a good group and their sketches were totally hilarious the character were amazing and actually Kristen uh, Week was at the show I was at they they were there kind of scouting um oh, wow for Saturday Night Live but this was like less than 10 years ago then like uh, yes I would say yeah. oop we might get some dog barks because someone's walking oh no they're both asleep um, oh we're gonna hear a conference call in a minute I hear her <laughs> logging on my our walls are thin I can't hear anything okay good um oh yeah microphone oh that's right technology <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was just so impressive because um, I th- and I think my friend Jordan Black was the director of that uh, particular group of people. But clearly they have it down um, and have been doing it for so long, like Second City or whatever, where it's like they make the people work together. They group them particularly for their 
all their yeah. different qualities and stuff. I mean, good sketch is amazing when it's, when I it's love good. It. I love it. Because there's so much bad sketch and especially improv, I when you see it and it's good, it it blows my mind. Yeah. Because yeah, I was involved with bad improv for, you know, <laughs> I was caused it so many times yeah. that I really appreciate it when it's good. So then my point is why just hire one of those people when you see a group? I don't know. I, well, I let's ask him. Lauren Michaels, you're in the show right now. Get oh, God. on here. No, he's in the room? Yeah. Why do you always have him over? <laughs> I want you. I want <laughs> you to have a nice That's the weirdest way to find out he's your pool boy. <laughs> just drunk. <laughs> you're like, We're all on hiatus, baby. Karen, you said That's he was funny. young. What do you... What? You're not making passes I mean, with this good. old Canadian, are you? Just a Canadian and a Speedo. <laughs> and it's Lauren Michaels. Ooh, very good. <laughs> I don't know, that's not even a- Yeah, I wondered if you your your old house, which was a normal house, had a, a normal pool and it was cool that you had it, but I wouldn't get in it all the time. If I had access to the cool looking pool you have now, I guess cuz the water goes all the way to the ledge. Yeah. Yeah, that is that infinity or whatever? No, I mean, no, it still has a lip, like an old fashioned yeah, pool, but it's right. just a beautifully designed, like the, the guys that it's, lived here before me had the best taste. And so yeah. they just did everything exactly perfectly. Um, yeah. But that, I, I think it's that, uh, like I didn't, I actually didn't swim in that, in my pool. So just so the bragging doesn't seem like it's so out of control, like, the second, I don't think it is. The second I had more people than... People have pools. People have pools <laughs> above ground, below. But <laughs> the second I had more than like $80 in my bank account, I was like, I need a pool. Like the second I yeah. had enough money to buy a house, even though the neighborhood I was looking in, my cousin's my real estate agent, Pete Castro. Um, if you need, <laughs> if anyone in the Southland needs a real estate agent, he's the best. But um, uh, he was like, Karen, I, it's really hard to find a house with a pool in this area. And I'm like, I know what I just have to, I have to have it. Like I, there's, it's was like a passion of mine as a child. It was my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I, I, on the world's most extraordinary homes, our favorite show, (laughs) our very favorite show. There was a pool. It was just a one lane that went around a house like a moat. And imagine that just waking up and swimming laps in a, and it wouldn't be hard to make. It's just a trough around your house. <laughs> I, I want that so bad. Wait, like, was that the one where that. it went the like the the lane of the pool kind of jutted out into a courtyard, but it was like a long like a capital I of a pool. Yes, remember that and one? And it was up in the air. Yes, that's the pool I'm talking about. <laughs> is on another show. Oh, I'm watching multiple house shows. I think I'm into houses. Yeah, it's well, I don't know. clearly because you can build and you are obviously interior design is a passion of yours. Um, I didn't know. Insulation until is a huge passion of yours. On Tuesday, I'm doing a tour of my house uh, for <laughs> uh, a video podcast thing. I'm very excited. I'm going to get flowers and stuff. <laughs> It's kind of like uh, Cribs or whatever. But what? It's Cribs I, as a I, podcast? Someone asked me. I haven't looked much into it, uh, but when she said, do you want to do this? I said, yes, I actually do. It'll give me a reason to make my place nice and clean. And then I've been getting the same link to this dollhouse that everyone's been sending me that you can 
and I measured it, it'll fit perfectly on my bookshelf, oh, and no. it's got a library in it, kind of like the one someone made for My Favorite Murder, that diorama you guys got. Yeah. It's a smaller scale, but it lights up. It has little lights in it, mm-hmm. and it's super tiny, like little beds oh. and little furniture made of wood. You put it all together and sand it and paint it, and it comes together <laughs> as a giant kit, but it's got glass windows. It looks like... uh a, a glass house and I'm going to put it right by my books. Oh, I'm so excited. I, love, I finally am getting a dollhouse. I know. I was going to say, I love like <laughs> the idea that first of all, you're explaining dollhouses to me where it's like, yeah, this is as a girl, I know about this. <laughs> but do you, I know when I say a bed or a couch, you're thinking of one in your house, but Karen, this is a dollhouse. It's a one sixteenth scale or one thirty second. But how do you get a bed into that? You're not understanding me. It's a toy for dolls, Karen. It's a shoe for horses. It's a tiny, it's a tiny shoe horse. Um, it's. It- do you know that when I was, I think like seven or six, maybe, my um, sister, yeah, around that year, my dad and my uncle Steve built us a dollhouse made of all the materials our house was built out of. So it was painted the color. The outside of the house was painted our blue of our oh, house. Wow. And then, because my parents had just redone the kitchen, so the linoleum from our kitchen in our house was in the dollhouse's kitchen. The dollhouse was built to the same dimensions? N- well, no, it was just a dollhouse. But I'm, yeah, yeah, but okay, all okay. the um, things... Repurposed. Car- yeah. Pieces of carpet from our house in the dollhouse. That's awesome. Linoleum in the dollhouse, painted the same color, our house. It was really cool. It was a yeah, great present. I, I'm excited because I already have miniature stuff. I have a candelabra. I have these little bottles. I have a <laughs> mic stand. People have been bringing things to shows and I'm like, what do I do with these miniatures? And uh, now I'll have a little... It's so good. House. It's so funny how I'm so excited. Have you ever it. watched the, the? I think it's an Instagram um, series or whatever, The Tiny Chef? Oh, yes. He, and he kind of talks in babble, but it kind of makes sense a little bit. And he's tiny and he's in. he lives in the stump of a tree. You have oh, to watch I don't, it. I've seen a lot of miniature food being made and animated, like stop motion. There's a woman that does it with wool. Like, yes, it's like spinning wool is the boiling water and it's all stop motion. But but I don't know that I've seen the guy in the tree. You, he's a Keebler then? No, no, he's it's just a little guy that a this yeah. woman made and made this whole world. And it started on Instagram and it was just kind of little it was a tiny chef making a tiny thing, but then it started become like people started talking to, you know, like it started getting really popular. Yeah. Yeah. You have to watch it. We, Nora, my niece, Nora loves it so much. And my sister is obsessed with it. And apparently Georgia knew them because they were fans. Like the woman who makes it is a fan of my favorite murder. And so when my sister and Nora visited, I think it was about a year ago, um, Georgia reached out for me and we got to tour their studio where they make it and everything you would go insane because it's a whole studio of everything miniaturized, like everything tiny chef size and them being doing stop motion video um, around this little felt doll and all the little things he does. It's so good. It is. uh, There's something about that. It hypnotically for me, like Wallace and Gromit when I was a kid and realized that the little brick alleyways and cobblestone streets are just tiny sets. Yeah. And I already like claymation and animation already. And I didn't realize I 
that's where it comes from. I'm not like into dolls, everyone. <laughs> I yes. was out there catching frogs and playing with a <laughs> slingshot, just like all the other good Snips American boys. And snails and puppy dogs. My yeah. sister handed me a doll once to play with it, and I popped its head off. That's how masculine I was. <laughs> but the houses, don't get me started. I want to play in them. I want to shrink down. I want to put a mouse in them. <laughs> I want to watch. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to talk about. Not to change. I know that that was all fun. I saw a dead rat. I don't know how the rat died. It was in the middle of a sidewalk. Then another rat was making a ruckus. No. And he came out and he was dragging his dead buddy into the bushes from the street. Screaming. And I'm screaming like, why medic? is he doing that? To What's that? I said screaming medic. <laughs> yeah, or to give him a proper burial. I think oh. he knew he was dead. He's like, no one's going to lay in the street. But then I, lo- I looked online. Uh, they they eat each other. No. It's like a rats will eat other rats, not so that, you know, vultures don't show up. On a primal level, not. So it's like They didn't safer. know they'd end up in a city, I guess. Right. They think a vulture's coming no matter what. So they're like, time to eat my buddy. I don't usually eat fellow rats, but... But they do. I have to go get them and get rid of the body. Wow. Which is, to me, a very high-functioning, badass decision, disgusting as it may be, and and ruins the fun we were just having with dollhouses. <laughs> but that well, blows my mind. It's That is kind of amazing. And you're right. It's like, it's... Um, it's self-sacrifice because how upsetting you're already witnessing your dead friend and you're like, and now for the good of the group, I have to eat him. That's Yeah, I could hear him whimpering. I could hear there was disdain in his foot or, you know, hesitance. Self-loathing. He's like, gotta do this. I have to do it for the good. I didn't watch him eat it. Good. I didn't watch it like some rat on bath salts. (laughs) I just Googled and apparently they got to get rid of the body. That's awful and very pandemic-y. I had a, I opened the back door and have you ever seen a Jerusalem cricket? I think some people call them potato bugs, but they're just humongous, fat bodied, thin legged. Steven. Both sound like racial. Yes, they both sound very questionable. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have heard of them. Have you, Stephen? They're just huge crickets? Yes, but they're, but not, you know, crickets are kind of sleek and slender and, you know, look like they could fly away. Like, these things look like. They have a little top hat and cane. Yeah, Yeah. and they sing, and of course, (laughs) they're wearing tuxedo pants. But the Jerusalem crickets look like you, it would be the worst thing to step on with a barefoot. Yeah. Can you do it, do you Steven? Have one, yeah, Steven? yeah. Let me get rid of the background for a second. Here we go. Oh yeah, the background sometimes. Oh wow! Look oh, at it! Wow! Look at that! I don't think I like them. That's like got the ass of a June bug. It's horrifying. Yes, it's like it looks like it's tarantula. It looks almost like a clear tarantula. But they're tiny, so it's not too. No, but no, no. Was this that, this one was like that. they're big. This one was like I would say as big as my pinky. No. And that's that was at not your house? small. It was fucking sitting. I opened the door so George could go out in the morning and it was right on the um track of the sliding glass door like it was sitting there waiting to come in. And then oh, I was like, so I was like, George Frank, eat that. Like I was trying to point to it. George walked away from it. And then it started hauling ass into the house. 
Ooh, looks, look how big that is. Oh, I don't need that. I don't need a hand that, size. That was on I my doorstep. I had to take my El Decor and flick that thing out of the house because it ran inside. It was, well, if you want to be okay, gross. what's an El Decor? I don't know what that <laughs> oh, is. Oh, the magazine. You know the magazine El? Oh, El oh, Decor for home decor. Home decor. You should have like it. it. Yes. Yeah, I should be reading. You know what? Why do I have all these regular L's? <laughs> you it's don't. just swim, swimwear and... And I assume pages and pages of Elle McPherson <laughs> when I could be looking at beautiful couches. Oh, the decor. We're going to get you. I, Wait, when is is your birthday in June? February. February 5th. Did I say happy birthday to you? I don't. No one did. We had, we're in the Chris, middle of a pandemic. No. <laughs> oh, Stephen, this I is don't. why this morning we had a staff meeting and I was we like, did. can we please put every single person's birthday in a calendar? Because yeah, I can't. My sister does that for me. Ugh. She makes calendars. It's a way to give me photos of, of uh, my nieces and nephew. But it's also a reminder, like at least text or call on their birthdays. Yes, for and sure. And I still, because I don't look, who looks at a paper calendar? Yeah, true. Or true. who goes into their home office? I don't. <laughs> uh, or who cares about yeah. other people's birthday? Not me. It's, it's, imp- I'm bad at that. I'm bad at names. Uh, I'm, I've been watching, because I watched all the stuff that I Google that's good. I'm out of that, so I'm rewatching like True Detective and everything. Ooh, I yeah. could start reading books, but maybe they'll seem more enticing once there's a dollhouse over there. <laughs> but I, the first season of True Detective is so good and shows uh, those guys. I mean, I love it so much, but they just, especially in the season after that with Colin McFarrell, oh. Colin McFarrell, how dare and you? His eyebrows. You did that on purpose. I didn't. He he's Irish, Colin McFarrell, but he it it is better than I remember. But they'll just say a name, like you'll they'll say a name once, and you're supposed to remember everyone by name. And there's 50 characters. Yeah. I I had to stop the movie and Wikipedia the cast members and see which dead guy they're referring to. <laughs> but then, even though I did that, as soon as I had my bibliography or my glossary of names, I started to enjoy it more. But I'm so bad with names. Yeah. I won't remember your birthday. I won't re- remember your name. I'm sorry, but I like you. I like your face. Thank you. I'm sorry that a word that your parents gave you is going to decide whether or not I care about you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't need to remember your name. I still love you. You said February 5th, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, all you, right. You, looking forward to my gift. Um, I have an idea, and this goes along with, I think, the thing where because uh, I, it's just like how we're not the skateboarders that can go, hey, yeah, cool, man, or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's that thing of you. There's a, I think it's having older sisters where they instill a coolness into you against your will, where it's like, don't do that. Where it's like. If someone does that, like I've had people do that to me a ton 
where like there was a guy once that was like, yeah, Karen, we've met before. And then I went, where did we meet before? And he was just like, and it was like some, the, whatever right. the story was, it was so long before. And, and I almost said to him, oh, uh, because we're such good friends, then you know that my mom's been dying. And so I haven't been focusing on the old club we used to hang out at. Like, fuck yeah, yeah. you, dude. Yeah. But the idea of that, which is to say you're arguing. <laughs> did you really do that? No, 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 no. I just kind of, oh, yeah, I yeah, felt yeah, very God. bad and bewildered which i was supposed to and then later on i was just like what the f I, i've had some stuff go on between uh 1997 yeah. and like when i last saw you but the idea yeah, more stuff than you because you're clearly a single child <laughs> that didn't have an older sister to train you to not be a dad to fucking uh, no one in your life ever was like no 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 be cool don't do that actually be cool because yeah. who gives a shit it's like if someone doesn't remember you either you go oh we met a blah 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 and it's no big deal or it's just no big deal but any other option that you're feeling is invalid because clearly the person's already shown you that you're not a priority so being an asshole isn't going to make you a priority that's going to yeah, take yeah. you off the list entirely thank yeah, you Stephen. you're upset Ooh, <laughs> let me knock you up a few spots yeah i better call you every sunday you guilted me into it. <laughs> now I like yeah, I bet you. you're fun in a relationship. Yeah, for real. Fuck off. Yeah, we should. I should get into one with you. <laughs> right Because I can tell it to be so much fun. <laughs> then you kick him in the balls. Now, Chris, how is yeah, Tinder? Sorry. How's sorry about that balls thing. How is what? Yeah, you know I get upset. How is, how is Tinder lately? How's, how's the online dating? Oh, God, no. I haven't. Uh, I, I was seeing someone for months and it kind of ended uh but i haven't gotten back on oh okay there for, i haven't been on there for oh a year almost so because it's kind of and, it's awful right it would be yeah oh and it never it's fruitless and uh <laughs> there was tw twice a couple years ago where i went and met someone and like oh this is friendly but it's not gonna happen goodbye like handshake yeah uh and why do it? Why would anyone do it now? You can't be in the same room as anyone for the foreseeable future. But people keep and maybe this is I'm plucking this out of like a randomness, but people I've heard people talking about it where they're like, I'm talking to somebody on um, whatever Tinder or whatever right now where I'm no. like, God, that must be frustrating because also yeah. the, it would lead to stranger ste sexting like that seems very risky. And now that I've spent this time, whether it's healthy or not, I'm, I've been enjoying being alone in all ways. And, you know, they say, <laughs> if, uh, use it or lose it, I guess I'm going to lose it. But, uh, I've been enjoying this in a weird way. So Not the people dying and everything. No. But, uh, no, it's not a bad thing. This, this has been good for me. I was sad at the beginning of the stay at home order. The girl I was seeing who I liked was like, This isn't working. And I understand it makes sense. We lived in different towns. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I was like, Okay. But it adds to the, Oh, I'm not going to be in the same room because I've been following the orders. I've not been, I'll go on hikes. I've been meeting. Friends to skateboard. Maybe that's the one way I'm cheating. But other than that, I get food delivered here. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to get this thing. Right. So yes. I've been, and then oddly, it's, I think I've already said this before. I've, I've kind of, it's been reassuring that I've been having fun with myself.
And I'm not talking about masturbating. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about masturbating. Why does everyone think I'm talking about that? I mean, playing with dollhouses. Oh, I thought playing with dollhouses meant masturbating. My mistake. Uh, Sorry, Stephen, was that so loud that we peaked? (laughs) I mean, it'll be good for comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. breaking it all. I I was going to say really quickly where I've noticed some people, like if you're in a relationship, I feel like at... I feel like a lot of people right now are like, am I in this or I'm not? And like, if you're under six months, I got to imagine it's like, well, we're not going to just move in with each other or maybe we are. That's why people bought a bunch of toilet paper. It's like, I got to control this part of my life. And so I understand that that is the lock it down. But at the beginning of a pandemic, it sucks to all of a sudden be like, oh, okay, I don't even have the option of only of nothing but being alone. Yeah. Well, or the people that like you're saying, like Stephen's saying, Oh, oh, Brandy Posey's here. Hold on one second. Let's have her on as a guest. (laughs) Hold on. Let me text her really quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What if we had a guest for 10 minutes? (laughs) Just Uh, hold the microphone out the window. Oh, wait. I'm going to... I just have to give her some LaCroix. (laughs) I bought bought her her favorite LaCroix while I was at the store because when I get to the store, I feel like we're all... uh, It's my last chance. Is she a pomple moose lady? She's key lime, baby. Hold on one second. Oh, key lime. Boring. All right. Did you give Brandy with Brandy Posey, everyone? Brandy Posey, sorry. Brandy Posey, but I opened that door and George Marie went right out, ran right out to, and I was like, what? You never do stuff like that. And she ran out to see, to see Brandy. She doesn't oh, like people wow. in the masks. Front door. Yeah. And then oh. I almost shut the door behind me and then realized I tried the door right at the, right before it closed and it was locked. So I had to open it back up. Guys, a lot has happened in the last 30 seconds. And then she goes, I handed her her, her thing of LaCroix and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't hug you. And she goes, I'll hug this instead. <laughs> Like what world do we live in? Yeah, so sad. I know it's it's uh, yeah. So regardless, yeah, we're all it's. I don't know. It's weird that everyone's going through it at the same time. So it's hard to get feel bad for yourself. It's like no one's hugging anyone. No, but a box that's of LaCroix right. Right now, that's right. Everybody, everybody has to hug Lacroix boxes right now. And the people that have loved ones living with them that love is being tested more than likely <laughs> it's true so it's either you're alone or you're for the first time ever not wanting to be around your kids hiding in a bathroom yeah well probably not for you the know? first time ever but that's what i was gonna say is that the people who what a strange uh situation because for a long time the longest relationship i would ever have would be nine months long and it like to be in that situation where you're it's clearly you are together and um exclusive with each other and then this thing happens where you're like well it's a lockdown so we basically have five days to decide should we move in together for a question mark amount of time or should we not be together for a question mark amount of time that's fucked like a bunch of people had to make that call on the fly yeah, I when she wanted to first start talking about it, I was upset. And but you're right; it totally makes sense. It is a I hate shit or get off the pot. That's a saying, but uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It I mean, is. you have yeah, or or otherwise, yeah, long distance mask driving. Yeah, there's no flying. That's the thing. Is the other thing too? There was some something came up with. 
like the network or something the other day and someone was having a freak out and I was like, just real quick, everybody. It's a pandemic. No one expects yeah. this to be happening in any normal. Right. No one expects normalcy. No one's sitting there tapping their foot. And if they are, that's a person who has very unrealistic expectations about reality. Yeah. Because it doesn't work. There, Nothing is familiar anymore. Or it's just changing. Who know? I mean, yesterday, and I just saw in Variety that Jordan Morris's bubble podcast is going to become a feature length uh, animated movie i think or series oh good which is amazing and just yesterday we did this but a zoom read of a script he wrote it's really funny he's so funny it was he was it, it's great i he obviously worked really hard on it and the jokes are great but it was uh a zoom recording so all the actors it's just like this but we all read and someone was doing the stage direction of the script or i guess you'd call it stage direction and then they're going to record that and pitch it to someone who's alone in the room, not wearing a suit that isn't wearing a suit. He's yep. wearing sweatpants. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know how these things are going to get shot, but people are auditioning for commercials via Zoom and then things are getting shot. What if in a year we're just watching Zoom and actors like someone was telling me wrestling is still going on. Yeah. It's just two guys. <laughs> And there's no, no one no else audience. in the room. And you, can, yeah. you can hear their bodies slapping. <laughs> and there's no audience. It's just so bizarre. And soap operas. My, my dad's been watching one of the soap operas. Or he and my stepmom watch one. And they are just doing wrap-ups of old storylines. And anything that it's only two people in a room. And they're far away from each other. Really? So there's no intimate storylines. But they're still <laughs> shooting Soap operas. So like, how do we do this? One camera, we'll have him behind plexiglass. You two argue from a distance. uh, And then we'll show some old footage of when we were all in Cancun. (laughs) They're doing like behind the scenes stuff. It's so hilarious to me. But it's like, I guess the expectations for everyone are pretty low. So maybe it's kind of fun to just. Well, it's kind of. Yeah, we're doing whatever we want. I on love one that. Life so, to live. Yeah. Soap operas are like, no, we. this is essential. We have to keep this storyline of this rich family uh, going. Oh, can you imagine the the people that watch that every day, the stay at home, like retired folks or whoever that w- are attached to those stories. If Hell they just yeah. ended, they'd probably strangle their poodle. Well, those are almost <laughs> no uh uh, almost no soap operas had any kind of hitch during the the 2008 writer strike. None. They all got around it and basically like figured out the way where they wouldn't be. Uh, fi- they figured out the the like workaround to cross the picket line. Be- and they they had they, they had all them did all it. improvised. They maybe? all did it. I don't. I'm not sure they're like the producers. The producers wrote instead of the writers or something. Yeah, because I would think be a workaround. Yeah, most I of don't them. Know, you guys, you're mad about the twin brother and you're mad about the broken vase. <laughs> <laughs> Riff it. Talk and about they, it. Glad I did that. Groundlings. <laughs> <laughs> the broken vase. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just weird. It's weird how like it, my sister and I were talking about this this morning. That's all about because they were talking. We know someone that works um, 
for the Giants baseball team. And they were talking about trying to figure out like how many, how could they could go back if there was no, no fans came and watched, but the baseball players could still play. So you could watch it on TV. And they're like, but how would you produce that in the truck? And my sister goes, why would you be in a fucking truck outside? You can be anywhere in the stadium. No one else is there. And then she's like, you know, teachers had to, cause all teachers were like, warned that this quarantine was happening and they just had to make up how they were going to do it in like three days and she's like teachers figured this out right fucking quick i don't know why these rich guys can't figure it out and i go because they never have to figure out anything so there's people it's like the truly creative and flexible will be rewarded for going okay if it's going to be like this now then we're going to like i watched a guy did you see that blooper of a of a news weatherman who was giving the weather from his office in his house and his dog came in and hit the laptop and then all the graphics like he couldn't show any of the graphics that he had on his that they were just going to go to because his big golden retriever came in and like took over the entire office and it was awesome multiple weathermen with cats or dogs but i don't (laughs) think i saw that one it was just like i was watching it going i love this a hundred times more than normal news yeah like i think everyone does because everyone's just a person like we're all kind of getting into the like I don't know this is such an interesting uh, when you uh, when we're not talking about the death and we're not talking about the fucking yeah. systemic racism where so many more brown people are dying than white people and I know I I every time I say I'm enjoying this I want everyone to know that's predominantly what I'm thinking about <laughs> yes and it's, it and it bums and it's hard not to think about that but it's but, but it's we're right. trying to find a silver lining in this complete yeah. fucking shit show and horror show where yeah. our whole all, the fabric of reality has been ripped then at least we can go hey the good part is that we were a whole globe of people who were so obsessed with our fucking phones that we didn't give a shit who was in the room with us and now all of a sudden we're all sitting home going like I cannot wait to have a party I can't wait to fucking have a party it will be the best party and that's all I think about it every day and it's like I think about the friends I want to see and have dinner with and you know all the shit I would love to do that I absolutely didn't care about and didn't appreciate before right right yeah you just said it perfectly that the the teachers that are that that more quickly and creatively thought of ways to teach uh, persevered or however you said it perfectly. Rewind and hear what <laughs> Karen said initially. Right, right after baseball. Let's describe I, our favorite restaurants to each other. But I've been I've been getting Hello Fresh and. I picked the vegetarian option and I'm so tired of garbanzo beans that I <laughs> I finally went in and changed it to cuz you can just have chicken or whatever. I I did it for a while but no more garbanzo beans yeah. there. I've been doing these cooking videos and people seem to like them but I it was just for lack of nothing else to do and I'm learning to cook. I'm cooking all my meals. I did not know how to cook anything before. And you're teaching and the yourself. The fresh thing is Taught me the basics, and nice. now I really enjoy it. And uh, I think I'm eating healthier than before when I ate out for everything. Or I, I mean, ordered in. I know for a fact I'm getting healthy simply by uh, just eating things that are out of my refrigerator, as opposed to yeah. I, the, I mean, the the worst one is drive through because I was such a like 
just anytime I drove by McDonald's, it would be like, don't do it. Don't do it. Fine. Like it it was my solution to everything. And like just for a month being like, "Mm, that's not worth it's not worth it. I just know all these things are leaving my system that are like, thank fucking God. Totally. I'm sleeping better. I'm having dreams. I think a lot of that's from not drinking. Mm -hmm. And I am waking up earlier. Like things are getting better. But it's the least I should do is eat well since I'm not very active. I mean, I try and play with my rubber bands and do my five chin-ups, but I'm not. There's only so much exercise. We're all getting about 10 steps a day. I know. Well, that's why. From the bed to the kitchen. (laughs) So I was so excited that the pool, I was in the pool for 15 minutes before we, before we started this. Cause I was like, I got to get in there because it's the perfect, uh, it's to me, it isn't exercising and it totally is great cardio, but it doesn't feel like the only way you can swim. There's no, I, I, there's no way I, I was swimming and I was loving it, but that was one of the first things that closed were gyms and yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm like, okay, great. What am I going to do? Jump rope. I bought a jump or I ordered a jump rope. Uh, it's very difficult, and uh, I don't like how it feels to have my whole body jiggle. No, but I, I got yeah. I just got to do that. Yeah, and jump also jump rope in my house. Indoor jump rope. That's t- you don't have downstairs neighbors, do you? No. Nope. Oh, good. That would be fair. not in this shoe horse. <laughs> it's just neighbors on this side and then neighbors on the other. There's a courtyard on each side of my building. I'm just one of the arms on the U shape. If that makes sense. You're a seahorse arm? Got you. Yes. <laughs> if it if it was a, yeah, there's uh it's more of a tuning fork. Imagine that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the shape of the building. And you're and the I'm handle? One of those forks. Oh, you're the fork. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, no one under me, no one above me, certainly no insulation, but I can <laughs> jump rope to my heart's content. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, as long as you have a plan and a jump rope. Yeah. You could also do jumping jacks if you need to jump it's so much. So, but I, maybe in the 50s, I just, I'm not military enough to do jumping jacks. <laughs> I'm watching videos. I'm doing different things. There's like stuff. There's so many 20 minute, like it's like 20 minute exercise. That's going to suck. You have to do five chin ups and push ups and chin ups and it, but it's only 20 minutes of my life. That's something I don't, when I go to the gym, I'm like, Oh, what's this do? And then I sit down for a while. I'm not that efficient when I'm there. No one is telling me what to do. So I've been watching YouTube videos and even that, See, life is just better. I don't need to see people. <laughs> Who judge you and your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's more, Who it's needs- a, now it's about everyone's personality these yeah. days. But the minute this gets lifted, please, Ugh. let's both have parties. For a f- I mean, I might have like a I'm week gonna longer. I'm going to hug everyone. <laughs> I'm going to hug everyone. It that is. mailman. I'm just going to hug everybody. I'm it's going to be great. Hug that pool boy. You're going to hug the pool boy and get him <laughs> drunk first. Well, hello. Big, long cigarette. <laughs> Suddenly I have a mole like right there. I menthols and negligee. <laughs> so do you swim or do you just clean pools? Or like, ma'am, please step away from me. Please step away from me. 
That's a big long neck. Hey. Anything else you got that's long? Let's get long and made of aluminum. Just kidding. That would be terrible. <laughs> that would be bad for me. Anyhow. Wow, we've been going a long time. I know. We and had it, a lot to catch up on. We really did. And I thought it was, I thought we were like halfway done. And then I looked down, I'm like, oh, we're kind of over. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Any, but, any news? Anything we should have covered? I guess not. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to plug. My my special's almost done. We're going to put it on Amazon, and I like it. I, I, I guess I would plug um, Exactly Right Podcast Network, which is where yeah. we, we are in our home network. And there, we just added um, Bananas, which is a weird news, a strange news podcast. Oh, cool. Kurt, Kurt Browneler and Scotty Landis. And it's oh, that's great. Really funny and great. And, uh, and very, like, it's just a relaxing listen of silly news stories that are true that you don't get to hear anymore because everything in the news is scary and awful. Oh, that's great. That fits great on exactly right. Yeah. Awesome. I like Kurt a lot. I do too. He's so, uh, both of them are really funny, genuinely cool and chill. I'm going to listen to it. And Steven, thank you um, uh, once again for holding down the, the engineering fort as you (laughs) always do. Of course. Thank you. Did you notice Chris at the beginning, Steven's background was a car. He made it look like he was. Yeah, I know. I, I did I that last time too. too. Wait, did here. you? I didn't. I didn't see it. Yeah, it almost looks like you're in a car seat. I'm just hanging out. The, <laughs> yeah, you look like a little baby. It gets yeah. me in the space. It gets me in the mental headspace. It's like I'm I back in the car again. Yeah, you guys listen to this, and then um, thank you for listening. Always, we we love you. We know there's people who have been with us since before we even had a, a place to land when we were just out there driving around by ourselves. So the people that have been in, around for all the years we've been doing this. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. You guys make me cry when you come up to me after comedy shows. So keep it up. It's lovely. I cry at everything now. It's fun. Yay! <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? B-Y-N. A-R! <laughs> Are you leaving? Are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim Give us a time and date Terminal and gate We wanna send you off in style We wanna welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Malphorn Uh, with Karen and Chris.